Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the podcast release of The Plex. Our live show is over three hours long most of the time. If you don't want to miss any of it, you can listen live Sundays, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you go to patreon.com slash echoplex and join at the $5 level or higher, you'll get the live show sent to you the day after we record it, uncut, unedited, straight off of IceCast 2. Thanks for listening. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for us to hit the docket. Everybody, welcome to the Plex. Woo-hoo. We do this show live every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into Red Light. And live really is the only way to listen to this fucking show. Um, but you can also catch it as a podcast on all the usual podcatchers. And if you donate to Patreon at the $5 level, we'd prefer if you listen live, but you ain't gotta. 
you'll get the whole thing the next day on my way to work with a hangover. <laughs> I will publish the whole show straight off of Icecast 2 for your listening enjoyment or maybe if you want to critique the live show do send your uh, feedback uh that's patreon.com slash echoplex you should join the chat room i'm going to be mostly ignoring the chat room for the next hour because of the docket here but the chat room is discord.me slash echoplex and And it's uh, lit i'm producer dave Uh, you can find me at plex underscore dave on the box of tweet I'm the Waffly Princess. I'm the Waffle Princess, and you can find me at Waffly Princess on Twitter and in Go Fuck Yourself podcast group on the Facebook. Hello, this is the Councilman, and you can find me <laughs> at the underscore Councilman on the Twitter dot com. Hey, Jack, fuck you. This is the Good Wife. You can find me on e- on the Twit box at Eplex Good Wife, and at Dave. I think you should give the people what they want. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. (laughs) Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice... traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late. I kept hitting snooze. It's just one of those days. You know what they say. It is what it is. Ignorance is bliss. When it rains, it pours. Couldn't ask for more. What goes around comes around all in good time. I guess that your guess is as good as mine. our theme song it's everything's fine by the wyatt act uh we have a lot to get through on this docket so i think we're just going to get right to it uh first bit of sound we have is <laughs> people are arguing about a fucking bike lane somewhere that people want to park and people want to ride their bikes and everybody's mad and everything's not fine new at 11 it is changing the neighborhood and that's what people living in a san jose community say of the city's plan to add bike lanes it's part of an overall goal that will change the look of downtown as well nbc bay area's ian call live near good samaritan hospital to explain it all ian yeah and terry if you have street parking in front of your home you know how valuable it can be that's why some people living along this road in san jose were furious to find out they'll soon lose theirs it's a move the city says will make this busy street safer there's a lot more cars that park here at night john mcqueen has parked his car outside of his home on samaritan drive for 15 years but today he learned that spot is going away i like parking in front of my own place i want to be able to see my car i want to be able to hear it lisa james is losing two spots we have five people living in this house not everybody fits in you know in the driveway five people five people producer dave five cars that's five people five people in the same house my understanding is that when they put uh bike lanes in front of residential areas they make them far enough away from the sidewalk that people don't lose their parking spots Uh, i can see how on samaritan drive that there would be it's narrow enough that they might have to infringe upon parking to include the bike lanes uh, because i don't think it's wide enough to accommodate all that they normally do, which is two lanes of traffic, two bike lanes, and then parking, and hopefully a center turn lane. But uh, I don't think that Samaritan Drive is wide enough, so that's why you're probably losing the parking, so you can keep all that other stuff. 
I feel like so bad for these people. That Don't are lo- you though? They're losing their parking spaces because they're they're severely impacted, producer Dave, because there's <laughs> there have been some developments approved um, in their area that have been slated for development and density for a long time. But uh, they're very upset because their their neighborhood's getting denser and denser, and, and um, they live in a million dollar townhome, and they're getting denser and denser. <laughs> That's what, as as the neighborhood gets denser, so do the NIMBYs. Pretty much, um, although, yeah, or, and, and older too. As the home gets old, homes get older and the neighborhoods get older, as in like they were constructed a long time ago. Not the necessarily the folks living in them are older. Um, they get much more nimbyish. Yeah, um, you. Some of you may recall I used to live in a big house on in a big greenhouse on a very narrow street in an older part of Midtown San Jose. And there was only room for parking on one side of the street. But the the street that they're talking about putting the bike lane on is like. A thoroughfare kind of street it's a street where there are businesses and right it's a place where there should be a fucking bike lane like it is it is a corridor it's definitely an arterial corridor for sure um, right, there are a, but there happen to be residences along it but yes it is well, an arterial corridor it's not well, like it's not a busy street it's a it is a busy street you know what all them fucking spandex wearing lesbians and homos on their fucking little 10 speeds then you better recognize that cheryl needs to be able to park her car Right in front of her home, and this, you have to recognize that the sacrifice that Cheryl made so that you could ride your bike down Samaritan Drive. How many um, people? How many cars do five people need? Well, you know, three. The idea of having bike lanes and the idea of having a more um, multimodal city or region is to get people out of their effing cars and get them Not, onto <laughs> bikes, onto trains. Wait, is this the only clip? Onto buses? No, I have another clip. But what I got to tell you, but is Bruce Dave doesn't believe that's going to happen. California is unique in the way that the people in the cities in California do. They don't want to not get rid of their cars. They don't want to get rid of one of four of them. Like, <laughs> like what that's do you a, mean? That's all we're asking. We're not trying to. Get they have a. Gar- yeah. Assuming that these are homeowners, so they have a garage, probably a two-car garage, and a driveway. That's four fucking cars. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a one-car garage. If you have two cars, mm-hmm. you can fit two cars. California is this weird fucking place. Except for San Francisco, like fucking right in the middle of San Francisco. Everybody just has a car. Well, everyone is just super car dependent. It's this weird fucking place. So this bike lane is going to take away some parking spaces. Like in New York City, there's probably a bike lane already. There are me- there's metered parking outside of residences <laughs> in New York City. I mean, we haven't even gotten close to what a real urban environment is. And I, I, I definitely read the tweets and replies, producer Dave, and I know your frustration with this. That uh, and I have the same. I share the same frustration that San Jose is this freaking like little toddler of a city and doesn't know how to fucking be a city yet and doesn't even want some in some ways doesn't want to be a city. You know what? The, it's just sad. You know what? The people who are bitching about the fucking bike lane move the fuck to Tracy. Get the fuck out. Like. This has been like a this weekend in the studio. Maybe this is a little bit of a um, a theme, but I think you should leave San Jose. There's a, the, we had a little thing on down ballot. Check out down ballot. Uh, but I also think that the people who don't want a bike lane on the street they live on because it's I've never had a bike lane before and I was I was able to put my car here do, 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 do. like get out, leave, go somewhere else. Like if like especially if you're living five people in a townhome, so you're probably you know doubling up and you know saving on the rent and so babe it's too expensive oh, my life is hard enough and now i have to fucking deal with a bike lane it's like, no bitch you're living five in a townhouse get rid of your cars i'm you know i'm sorry now we don't even have to go that far they can park around the corner it's not a big fucking deal that's the problem that's why they need to leave well, well, that, because they, they don't want to park around the corner i park my car in front of my house and that's what i do because it's my house and i park my car in front of my house valuable. get get out yeah, it's valuable. Move to Tracy. Get out. Yeah. Like build a bigger garage. <laughs> right. Yeah. And well, if you're parking around the corner, then you're impacting those neighbors, and they would complain. And then they right because the just... guy around the corner used to park his fucking Camaro in front of there before he had to Absolutely. go buy like a before he had to go buy a regular sedan when he had kids and his wife. And he has a single family home, so he paid even more than the folks in the town home. Right. He's, he's like he's, these, got these, new, got these renters can't park in front of my house. I bought this house and I bought the fucking property in front of. He it just got home. a new Beamer. His kids are too stupid to like leave room for him to park his car in the garage his kids will like park their cars and then go ride their bike somewhere right and 
and then now he can't get into his garage so he's got to park his beamer in front of his fucking house like shut the fuck up like the people in the single family homes even if you don't have a two-car garage maybe you have a one-car garage or maybe your two-car garage is storage and, and a car that's three cars yeah you're just one house yeah uh, there's uh, the city of san jose actually has and i'm sure the city of campbell and others do as well uh ordinances that cover you know and, and dictate what kind of parking and how much parking you have to have for any type of you know unit any type of residential commercial r- retail unit um down to the spot per you know per employee per resident that kind of thing it's it's pretty arcane i but think that it should be that floor should be lowered it they are they are moving that way yes like there's a way in which not mandating parking spaces they're for... moving that direction yeah the downtown in the downtown core and in places where there's high density planned uh the idea is to limit it to even less than one parking space per unit so it's not coupled to the unit right so when you're oh my god even less than, bitch have you ever tried to park in san francisco like san jose is this massive suburb that well, it, it is. It, that's what it was. It's for many years. Hold on. I, I have to play this other clip. I'm sorry, everybody. We've gone far afield, but the richest city fun. in America, San Jose, by many metrics, is the richest city in the United States. Um, go down North First Street and look at all the names on all the buildings, and that's where the corporate headquarters are. San Jose is the richest. They don't even know how to be a city. Here's the next clip. It's all due to a new road project on Samaritan Drive, which is the main connector to Good Samaritan Hospital. In this one curve, 54 street parking spots are being eliminated so the city can make room for bike lanes in mid-October. Projects like this help to create a safe space to ride a bike and make it a, a real option for more people. The city has an overall goal of getting people to bike and walk 15% of the time by 2040, which includes adding bike lane infrastructure through much of downtown by the end of 2019. A lot of the roads that already have bike lanes on it, but we're going to step them up. We're going to separate many of them from traffic physically with either parked cars or plastic bollards. Some homeowners on Samaritan are dreading this change. I think it's terrible. Well, that'd be very inconvenient for me. Others think it'll help the neighborhood. Connecting bikeways is one of the best things that we can do for like to relieve congestion and traffic, which I think is a much bigger deal than finding parking. And the neighbors were able to voice some of those concerns at a community meeting tonight on that broader downtown plan. There is a meeting next Wednesday at City Hall. Reporting live in San Jose, Ian Cole, NBC, Bay Area News. That community meeting was torture. <laughs> like, could you imagine like the guy who wanted to park his car in front of his house? Could you imagine being the person from the city trying to reason with this guy? He's like, but no, I've already always parked my car in front of my house. And you're like, yeah, but now we're putting a bike lane there because that's the street and it isn't part of your house. Your house is the part where your lawn starts. Mm-hmm. The sidewalk and the street belong to the city. And now there's a bike lane there and you have to park somewhere else. But I always park my car in front of my house. <laughs> This is, this is very inconvenient for me. <laughs> oh, boo effing who, dude? No, this, this is, is very not... inconvenient for me. Well, you know what? This is not inconvenient for you. You know what's mildly inconvenient is not having a car. But yeah. but I'm never. They never interview me on the news to be like, hey, they put parking spaces where a bike lane should have been, and I'd been like, well, yeah, I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. Obviously. <laughs> I would oh this is very inconvenient for me. Like, <laughs> no one ever thinks. Yeah. Do you know the protests before Highway in eighty five connected from Stevens Creek all the way to Highway one oh one? Um people who owned houses in Los Gatos and Saratoga were vehemently against Highway 85, which oh, is yeah. a massive corridor well, because yeah. it's going to lower our property values yeah, well, having a freeway see, in our backyard. As you can see, Los Gatos and Saratoga are shitholes and the property value is plummeted. Plummeting. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. S- spoke to spoke to a gentleman the other day who uh, complained about the, the density and the, the development coming to San Jose and the urbanization of San Jose and said it was just lowering his property values. And he complained about all the housing that San Jose is building and are we asked is government responsible for providing uh, you know affordable housing options and I said well I think in some ways we are yeah and but I'm just running for some other office that has nothing to do with that right but he and then he says well it's you know it's lowering my property values to have all this density around me and I said oh is government responsible for keeping your property value high I'm sorry I didn't realize that there's some people you can't reach councilman no and he didn't he didn't really get that argument but I think no he, I think oh man people just repeat some shit that they heard right yeah and then they expect you to think that they've said something profound and then when you're like i don't know what you just said 
then they're mad and and you've just been rude like this is the state of discourse right now do you do you need do you need to talk to someone about your treats and replies i feel like we're never gonna get through all these stories sometimes <laughs> i'm like fuck man we don't have enough stories but tonight we're never gonna get through all these stories okay we got it somebody's gonna call into c-span these are usually uh you remember how some of the stories are yes. a palate cleanser yeah this is the, not one of not. this is not that oh, don boy. state college pennsylvania supports the criticism of the media. Don, you are on the air. Good morning. Morning. Uh, it all it all started when Trump got elected. Brian Stelter and Don Lemon from CNN called Trump supporters all racist. They don't even know us. They don't even know these Americans out here, and they're calling us racist because we voted for Trump. Yeah, Come much. on, give me a break. They started the war. I see him. I'm going to shoot him. Bye. Sounds about right. Uh, Not racist, uh, just trigger happy. Okay. The, the balls on this old man to call C-SPAN and this say is, that he's going to shoot a public. Like, I don't care who the public figure is. The balls. That's what's that's what's wrong right now is the balls on these people. Uh, yes. That's why they have. That's why. I mean. That's what we have. We have a racist in chief and a white nationalist for a president. The, the undercurrents have always been there. He just allows it to happen. Yeah. And now all these people are going around being like, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. Lock her up. I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, They don't give a fuck. They're all racist. But this is all like some kind of weird bravado because the dude in this isn't going to make any attempt. But no, he's just saying it so he can look like he has big balls. I mean, as a troll, there's a way in which I'm conflicted, <laughs> but I don't think you're like trolling by calling C-SPAN and saying you're going to shoot journalists. There's I don't think he was trolling either. I think he was serious. I think he was voicing his opinion and he was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I think he watches Alex Jones and thinks that that's, that's the same outrage that he should have. Say what you want about Alex Jones. He does it on his own show. He doesn't like call in and give them his first name and his <laughs> fucking phone number and then say like Alex, Alex Jones. Okay. Oh, that's funny enough. We're going to get to him in a minute, but there has never been a time when we've played a C-SPAN caller where it hasn't been fucking completely disturbing, right? They seem there to has get, not been. Yeah. They seem to get the absolute worst. I it's think, basically how I imagine what our Google voicemail would be if, like, more people listen to the show. <laughs> right. If we, <laughs> if we had a following, you know, you should check out our uh, the media one she wrote this week in Derp, the media one, uh, not with us tonight, but um, I think we're doing okay so far. Um, we had an interaction with two people who say they want nothing to do with us and continually seek us out and um, talk, try to talk shit to us. And so instead of writing an article about what happened this week in the conspiracy movement, we made it about us in our conversation with a ray of light and I'm Madison Sturman. I was going to say, how is Maddie Moon? Oh, we, she, she mad. We have some, we have some interesting uh, stuff going on during red light. So we were just talking about Alex Jones. Um, a lot happened since we've last been live with Alex Jones, but uh, here's, he's going to talk to uh, proud boys, uh, Gavin McGinnis about the happenings. We've got to launch a counteroffensive. This is, the counteroffensive. I just hope Trump gets really, really pushy here because when he said something to Twitter, they backed off. He needs to say it to Google. He needs to say it to everybody else. I've got to report to him. Don't you agree that we have to get the Republican Congress and everybody right now to make this a campaign issue and tell the tech giants, stop it now? Yes, there is collusion going on here, but it's not Russia. It's big tech and big business and the government. So the government has to undo this. I mean, this is corruption from top to bottom, and they have to say, we don't let big business and big government work together because that's called fascism. It is. Gavin McGinnis, you're on fire. Great work there with Get Off My Lawn at CRTV. Um, What's with the uh, Born Identity theme song coming in there at the end? Um, Hot. Wait. What? Yes. I'm waiting. What's happening? What just happened? I think that Alex Jones was uh, interviewing Gavin McGinnis. And then they started playing some music and I got distracted, so I missed it. I think it was the end of the show. But Gavin McGinnis's show is called Get Off My Lawn? Exactly. Not our show. Our, and his show is lame. Listen to us. 
You can always listen to us. We'll listen to him through us, maybe. Also that. Also, Proud Boys, like, get out of here. And can I just say, shout out to the people who hijacked you, um, Proud Boys as a Twitter handle. Like, they literally, Ooh. like, that's the Ultra Troll. Good, good on you. Good on you. Proud Boys USA. Follow them on Twitter. They are definitely not actual Proud Boys, but they are just, they're, they're taking the brand and making it wonderfully gay. Ah, Alex Jones is having a really bad week. Here's another clip of him. There's no video of President Trump sucking a ding-dong. I never sucked any ding-dongs. But I'll tell you, if they were going to blackmail me to start World War III about one, I'd say, hey, I sucked a ball, golf ball through a freaking garden hose. Was this the clip that was put up in a Space Ghost Coast to Coast format? Yeah, it certainly was. It certainly <laughs> I'm was. sorry, what? Oh, yeah, they put it up in Space Ghost Coast to Coast format where it was just Space Ghost sitting there kind of tapping his fingers while Alex Jones was saying, hold on, I'll st- oh, hold on, I'll give this to you again. There's no video of President Trump sucking a ding-dong. I never sucked any ding-dongs. But I'll tell you, if they were going to blackmail me to start World War Three about one, I'd say, hey, I sucked a ball, golf ball through a freaking garden hose. Wow, that's pretty graphic there, bro. Uh, he, he must have seen a movie or something. The world in which someone who has the power to start World War Three is currently blackmailing Alex Jones is a world in which this show would have millions of live listeners. If Alex Jones's reality was like a thing that was true we would be the counter offensive to what's going on. The problem is that we're making fun of people who believe in imaginary things. So are you saying that our listener is not uh, politically hefty enough to really enact true well, change? I want to thank the chat room because the minute I said, what is that? They sent me all the links. <laughs> <laughs> now this is like, they're like the kids, you know, the, the, the They'll talk a little bit of shit if we're not like on our game. I mean, right. No, but like I've they're they're, 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 they're like it. perfect. I've seen it before. I've seen it before. <laughs> Don't turn on me now, Dave. So I have a bunch of clips of Alex Jones on Periscope after getting kicked off of all of the. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Jack. Well, here's the. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like leaving him on Twitter is like an appropriate thing because we need somewhere to wa- to get the derp. We need this has to happen somewhere. This is my message to Jack Dorsey, and it's also my message to all the people that are attacking him right now. First off, I saw a Huffington Post article this morning saying, Jack, don't die on this hill. And then I read the tweets where, Jack, you're responsible for Alex Jones doxing Sandy Hook families. I never doxed Sandy Hook families. I've been apologizing for years for how things were taken out of context, and it was my apologies and everything that got the media into this whole attack mode to then sit there and poke the families until they sued me. And no mainstream media will ever publish all of my apologies or any of it. It is just wild. And then when Megyn Kelly came to town a year and a half ago, she edited everything I said when I apologized to everybody and then edited it to where I was attacking people. And that's all going to come out. I mean, when? You're a liar. That's why nobody wants to publish your shit because nobody wants to propagate your lies. And by the way, if the media wench was here, she would fucking cut you. She would cut your balls off and feed it to you. Like, you have not apologized for Sandy Hook. Don't you fucking say you you have not apologized for that. And you will never be forgiven for that. And everybody knows that you're a liar and you're a piece of shit. And I look forward to the day that the media wench, because she is the media will make you eat your balls you don't apologize for people taking what you've said out of context that's not how an apology works don't act like a fucking victim you're the one who's doing this to them some of these people can't even visit their children's graves you're a piece of shit that's exactly true and uh, he's being sued over that i don't care how many ding-dongs you suck alex jones (laughs) I would personally like to see Alex Jones sucking on a ding dong, like an actual chocolate ding dong. Sucking on ding dongs outside the tasty freeze. Make him suck on like many, many ding dongs until he gets super fat and bloated and just dies. He goes to tr- suck on Trump's dick and he's like, oh, I thought it would be bigger. Well, if you, you know, seven. Call you know, some super male vitality. The, the killer like puts the gun to the guy's head and makes him eat all sorts of spaghetti until he just bursts. I would just put a gun to Alex Jones' head and make him eat ding dongs. That'd be awesome until he shits and just ding-dongs are coming out of all of his orifices. I I can't unsee that. I have five more clips of this pathetic, begging, 
sad, not very self-sufficient, might, I might say, thing that Alex Jones, he's not a fighter. He a bitch. What's happening, though, is they've now taken our platform away, Discus we've had for five, six years for comments. They've taken MailChimp away from me. They've taken my name off LinkedIn. I am being unpersoned like out of 1984. I am literally being disappeared. And look, I've got a big enough listenership and following where it's going to hurt me, but it's going to hurt little people really freaking bad. Like, oh, oh Wait, ooh, where are your uh, receipts? Where yeah. are your receipts? Who is this going to hurt? Nobody. So... I talk a little bit about this sometimes and I talk a lot about it online when people are like, well, well, Alex Jones. And I'm like, bitch, that guy's worth $50 million. He doesn't own his own infrastructure. And to the extent it is possible to own your own infrastructure without having a data center, we own our own infrastructure here. Our ISP can take us down and a digital ocean can take us down. Uh, and occasionally our office, but you know, office Libre. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, that's different. But this guy, he's not being censored. Somebody is just saying, oh, yeah, you can't put your videos on my server anymore. And that's all that's going on right now. Cry me a fucking river. I'm just laughing at all the people who are coming to his defense and saying, it's a public forum because Facebook is, YouTube is traded publicly. That's not how it works. Not how it works. You, you may... The problem with this, and this is, oh man, I, I bang on this a lot, and it's it's like offensive even to some of the people that listen to this show, but the problem with this is that a lot of people have attached themselves to entertainment media as who they are and what they're about. And that's that's the problem. And so when something happens on the internet it, that's involved in entertainment and media and they don't like it, it becomes crucially important to them when they could just, I don't know, go out and fucking do something. And like, then it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, unless it's your shit that just got pulled down. And even so, if YouTube and Facebook and Twitter still pulled us down, I'd still be doing the same fucking thing right now. I don't have any of those things open right now. We don't, we're not reliant on them for any of our shit. So just shut the fuck up. Cry me a fucking river. Hold on. I have a seven second clip. These are usually the best. <laughs> Almost as good as a four second clip. Here's what we have. We have a high tech lynch mob invo involved in really cyber warfare and, and stalking warfare. Fool, you're nobody stalking you. A and B, trust me, you haven't seen cyber warfare until you've come up against Echoplex Media. Oh, that's a that's a good one. That's a, that's a, that's that's the real shit. I just what, the f dude? No, you're so stupid. Like th some of these, like YouTube, at least was barking about they were probably going to do it anyway. You'd think that. No, but it's true. I mean, producer Dave, basically what you're saying is he's whining and complaining about something that we as. Um, what I like to call a media company. Uh, <laughs> call, us a, call us a media organization. Uh, uh, we as a media organization, um, you know, are able to broadcast live every Sunday. You know, perfectly fine. We drive no people. Facebook. No Facebook. No, I mean, Twitter, we drive people through, through right. social media, but we don't. Broadcast, broadcast on those platforms exactly so it's possible because even though we i mean yes you have We're tiny obviously compared to the derp that is info wars correct no we are much better than them we're tiny though like yes. in our in our in our reach and stuff but but the quality of the of the actual you know uh, of what we do is excellent and so this is my problem like what i can't understand i can't I can't understand what he's bitching about. Like, figure out a way. You don't want to talk to engineers to do this for you? What the fuck is your problem, dude? Yeah, like, there's no way. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He just, the other thing is some of his uh, rhetoric is about self-sufficiency and how I'm not reliant on the state and only liberals need the government to give us this and that. And the whole time, like, now he's fucked. I need your free services from Facebook and YouTube, and uh, I need it, I need it really bad. So uh, please let me back on your channels. I, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I apologize. If the mainstream media won't say it, but I apologize. I apologize for you taking me out of context. Here's my Patreon. Does he have a Patreon? Dude, no. He probably tried to start one, and they were like, "Get the fuck out of here." But I have a PayPal page. The one thing I do want PayPal. You can't. 
You can't donate to InfoWars on pay- PayPal either. But damn it. <laughs> you know what? I really wish all these tech companies would have, instead of, oh, we violated our terms of service, I wish they would have just all come out and said, hey, you know, this. we don't want to be associated with this. Our advertisers don't want to be associated with this. Our users have let us know that they would prefer that we not do this. So we're just not going to do this anymore because it's bad for our brand. I, because that's why they did it. He's bad for their fucking brand. Oh, absolutely. But nobody had the balls to say it. And you'd think that these innovators, these smart geniuses in Silicon Valley, it would occur to them once in a while to tell the fucking truth. And in this case, this is a good case to tell the truth because Mark Zuckerberg would have called a press conference and been like, hey, you know what? We have a brand we have to maintain. I'm trying to make more money here. I'm sure you understand. Uh, we've, remo- we've removed mm-hmm. InfoWars because we feel like it's bad for our brand and it makes our brand look bad and it makes investors uh, makes investors not want to invest and it makes advertisers not want to advertise. And funny enough, I have investors and advertisers to please. I know, exactly. I think that if, if so, as somebody who you know is political, right in nature and and wordsmiths a lot of things out there that would have been the perfect thing for mark zuckerberg to do to take it by the balls to be like yo i don't like you well this is bad for our brand this is bad for our brand and then like say yeah it's bad for our brand and we want to make money everyone says we want to make money so hey we're just telling you the truth we want to make money and you're bad for our brand buy and and that's it and honestly he would have gotten like he would have been probably redeemed with a lot of the liberals you know who Uh, even even like libertarian minded people might have been like well hey that's you know after everything that's been going on especially with all of our facebook feeds and all the goddamn advertising that's been going on we're all irritated about but like that and then he and honestly the conservatives what are they going to say they understand but they don't they don't they're not conservative. They're Republican money conservative. They're fiscally conservative. Hold on. So they're six, like 6.6 6 seconds. Paul Watson has been dialed back on YouTube 97% monetarily and over 80% who he can reach. Oh, dude, Paul Watson has never seen a fucking vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, that's like what's important about Paul Joseph Watson. Prison Paul definitely never had the sex. Have you ever seen a real vagina? Prison Paul certainly hasn't. No. But there's no there's no conservative argument for this because the same it's the same as the cake. It's the, the the gay wedding cake. They're like, oh well they shouldn't have to do that with their business. Well maybe fucking Google doesn't want to be associated with InfoWars as they do business. Mm-hmm. Uh I would suggest that uh I would suggest that one is different than the other. Um you're bad for my brand because of what you're doing and what you're saying is a lot different than I don't want to bake your cake because you're a faggot. But if you support one of those two things, if you support if you support the worst one, you should probably support the better one. Exactly, because the line of reasoning that took you there is the same way. Right. I don't think that that's absolute that a business can re- re- refuse to s- serve somebody, but I think that if we were broadcasting on tune in and they're like, Oh, your content's a little bit weird. And you know, your arguments with conspiracy theories, you you're out. Then that's just the way it goes. I'd be like, well, fuck tune in. They're stupid. Like, but, Oh, wait a minute. That's not a problem that we have. In fact, the people, in fact, I want to give a little bit of love to uh, DigitalOcean, the people who is uh, IceCast, uh, who host our IceCast server actually kind of, little partnership with them so go check go to our website on the support page Gracias. and click that little digital ocean link and spin your own linux server up and if you don't know what that means then don't do it because like you won't i don't know it won't benefit you it's not gonna hurt if you don't do it so aj was booted off officially because he violated the terms of use or I, is that what the that's that was what they were saying but they none of them came out and just said that he's bad for their fucking brand and that's why he was booted in the end i would First of all, a lot of law, a lot of lawsuits dropped, and I'd bet the fucking words Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and I don't know Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter were in those lawsuits, and that probably started to make some of the people in the legal department a little bit squeamish. I wouldn't even be shocked if one of those named YouTube as a co-defendant or whatever, like because you can name anybody you want in a lawsuit, and they're like, hmm. At the end of the day, that uh, Zuck and all of the other are pretty much just consumed with user stats you know they want users right so they figure well we could ban alex jones 
this before recently about his followers would revolt and we'd lose a bunch of you know users we'd use we'd lose ad money we'd lose ad revenue because we wouldn't have these this entire block of people to market all sorts of derpy shit to anymore um there'd be no reason for folks to do it so they they're just complete sycophants they're all about the, the the money they're all about the business angle of it they're really not about bringing community together they just happened upon a really interesting tool that people can use if they want for free but it's at a cost red light's going to be lit because all the stories are going to be there but i'm glad we're talking about this a little bit too because i we have a couple more clips to get through and i certainly especially extra especially want to get to ben shapiro talking about this because that'll be the most uh, fucking you think you type a lot of words per minute i'm just saying listen to ben shapiro talk but i don't know like a lot of people say oh these companies have too much power but that's a different issue than whether or not a content provider chooses to carry info wars like yeah a lot of these companies have too much power and they should probably be broken up but uh when you break them up into a million little pieces, does that necessarily mean that one of those, you know, that all those little million little pieces are going to support Alex Jones? Probably not because they have a smaller pool of investors who can make a lot more noise and get rid of stuff like that quicker. So I'm sorry, but I have more clips of Alex Jones and I have to get to speed talker. I wonder if Ben Shapiro is also a speed walker. Do you guys remember when you were like in high school and junior high, there would just be one. It was always a dude. And he would just walk really fast. I'm doing speed walking in my chair right now. It's it's very nice for my buttocks. <laughs> left, right, left, right. Waffle Princess, did you can you can you cop to cop to this? Did you ever make fun of a speed walker? Every time. I they tried. just look ridiculous. I was actually the speed walker. When did was you, this? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, but I always, my friends and I always did this whole like, you know, walk around the school yard and you weren't, you weren't the speed walker. Speed I was wa- the backyard. I was the backwards walker because everyone would be walking and then I would be walking backwards to talk to them. The speed walker must that travel. The speed walker must travel alone. Well, obviously it's in the name speed walker. Yeah, he must travel alone. I'm sorry, here's more Alex Jones. <laughs> Whatever happens to Alex Jones at the end of the day, to me, this is just a big challenge, and I've made mistakes, and I'm not perfect, and I've had things taken out of context, and I'm more careful now, and I apologize to anybody I've heard over the years, and I, I want to do better. But I don't get to go to Congress when they've had three hearings on me the last few months and lie about me. I'm not. I'm never called. I don't get to know who's anonymously reporting us and saying we're serving out child porn. I don't get to uh, find out who's calling me a Nazi. I don't get to know who's doing all this. I just know the newspapers show up three times in three different court cases and and, and, and in the media try to have my kids taken from me, including last Friday. Okay? My children taken away. Using headlines saying I abuse children and YouTube kicked me off for child endangerment and then never showing the clip. Uh, These are your words. You said these things. You... Okay, so check this out. If you're talking about the mainstream media, I'm going to stipulate that the mainstream media, I don't like the the term, right? Because I feel like there's a way that we hold mainstream views and we hold fringe views and we're independent media and but Agreed. the mainstream media, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of producers and mid-level folks who are lazy. And so they're like, yeah, I saw the video. Somebody else published it. It's on right wing watch. So they just published what Alex Jones said. Maybe they'll link to the video, but they don't take the time and effort like we do to make sure that we have the clip that we're talking about. Because when you work at the New York Times, you work at the New York Times. And everyone that criticizes you for something that you said doesn't have to play the same fucking 30 seconds of audio over and over and over again to criticize you. That's absurd. You don't have to embed it on your fucking website. I don't have to play the frogs that are gay or whatever. They're making the frogs gay clip to make fun of Alex Jones for saying that the we're putting chemicals in the water to make the frogs gay. There's a dubstep remix of that shit for fuck's sake. Everybody knows what it is. There is no fucking I don't need, there's no citing your sources when you make fun of Alex Jones. I'm going to let that one go. Just let it lie. Let it lie, producer Dave. 
I'm sorry, I have one more clip of Alex Jones, but then we're going to get to Ben Shapiro talking really fast about this very subject. Going back like three years ago, when I really researched Sandy Hook more and realized that the anomalies all could be described, and I think the mass shooting really happened, I was sick of them hurting the families, bringing my name up, and then saying I'd said things I hadn't said ever to hurt the families. And then all of you left is keep redoing it, using the children, using the blood, using all of that to blame me and the First Amendment now, not just the Second Amendment, and it's just wild. It's wild that I told Megyn Kelly everything I just said here and more. And she didn't put a damn piece of it in that show. I mean, what the hell, man? Oh, now we're at what the hell, man. I love that he likes to like, I love, what I love about it is that like, so he never did that, but then he says he <laughs> did, right? But to a woman who is, a, is a, who he believes is an overt liar. And then obviously, so it's a woman's fault again. So... He's just me, 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 victim, 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 poor me, poor me being censored. You know, that's the opposite of the other videos where he's a fucking badass and him and his followers are going to change the world because the other side is weak and they're a bunch of fucking snowflakes. He just fucking it's just whatever. Yeah, absolutely. He's a fucking wimp and a lame loser. He's an opportunist. He's just doing whatever he needs to do to get attention, get noticed, make more money. All right. Well, I'm sure you've heard about typing 100 words a minute. Here's Ben Shapiro probably saying 100 words in 46 seconds. Alex Jones is a bad guy. Uh, but the problem is this. Once you start saying that hate speech is a rationale for banning people from social media, you get into some very, very vague territory. Because oh, as wow. we know, the left does not have a consistent standard that they uphold when they are looking at hate speech. They don't say that anything that is hateful is banned and then define hateful in extraordinarily specific terms. They don't say anything that is offensive is banned because a lot of things are offensive. Instead, they use this term hate speech to simply label stuff they don't like hate speech. I know this because I've been targeted not by social media per se, but by a lot of folks on the left who suggest that I am some sort of provocateur involved in hate speech. What exactly have I said that is hate speech? Well, their favorite is that I don't use preferred pronouns. So if somebody like Caitlyn Jenner says that Caitlyn Jenner is a woman, I will still say that Caitlyn Jenner is a man and I will say Caitlyn Jenner is a he. One, you're a dick for that because like it doesn't cost you anything to call Caitlyn Jenner a she. Uh, It takes nothing from you. You have to give nothing of yourself. It doesn't affect you. And if you use the word Caitlyn, that's a traditionally female name. So you already lost the lost the battle, little man. But the thing that I point to when I say that I think he's a bigot and uh, maybe I'll pull up the tweet right now. He was talking about uh, the settlements in Israel. This is uh, Ben Shapiro. Oh, God, don't pull that up. I don't. Oh, man. He was on Arabs. Yep. Raw. Yep. Sewage. Mm hmm. So, Ben Shapiro, and you have not even seen fit to remove this tweet from your Twitter account. This is why people think that you're a bigot. Here's his tweet. This is from uh, 2010. He was like little. No, he was the same size as he is right now. Just had his bar mitzvah. Cut him some slack. (laughs) He, He just had his Koch brothers bar mitzvah at this time. They just brought him into the family, said, okay, you're a man now, little Ben. Uh, Israelis like to build. Period. Space. Arabs like to bomb crap. And live in open sewage. This is not a difficult issue. Hashtag settlements rock. So when people say that Ben Shapiro is a bigot, it is because... um, He is a bigot. So fascist and racist language always includes ways in which you say that someone else is less than you. They're... And saying that someone lives in raw sewage, you're essentially saying that their culture doesn't have indoor plumbing and yours does creatures and and they're gross. They're dirty. They're They're, lesser. And that is, they must, something must be wrong with them. If they live in the sewage that they accept this state of awful affairs of sewage. That's the way they live. And that's like, those are the kind, those are those, those people. And they're okay with it. But the problem that you'll encounter if you were, by the way, I would fucking, you know, Ben Shapiro tried to get that AOC to, de- to debate him. And uh, I think she handled it poorly because she could have just said, I'm sorry, are you running against me for this, uh, this house seat that I'm, uh, that I'm running for? Because if not, you're going to have to take a number. Isn't that what she said? No. She said that this is like catcalling. Like, I understand what she was saying, but I wish she would have just asked, I'm sorry, are you running against me for this seat? Uh, but you can't do it. This all happens in real time and whatever. She's 
not a politician. She, like, I, I ain't mad. Mm-hmm. I just wish she would have just said, I'm sorry, are you running against me? Because that would have been the... Uh, I would have never said, I'm sorry. I would no, have just been like, are you running against me? No, the I'm. you know, remember we go back to Louis B, passive aggressive correct, in the upfront? Correct, correct. You'd be passive aggressive on purpose. Because I'm... Louis I'm, B, we're aggressive sorry. aggressive. I'm sorry, are you did running... I, did I break your concentration? Are you running against me? And then he would say, well, now I'm not running against you. And she goes, well, I have uh, opponents that I'm running for this office for right now. So if you would hold on, maybe if I lose, we can have a conversation. Like... But you can't do that in real time. She doesn't She doesn't have the political machine. She basically never hired me. I would have been like, I know how to handle Ben Shapiro. Give me your Twitter. <laughs> Just give me your Twitter for six hours. Who's I got AOC? You. I'm behind. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, yes. Because he challenged her. That's right. Okay. Yeah, and, and everyone yep. was like, oh, a bartender and he's a Harvard law grad. Or- no, but she should have just, if she would have just said, I'm sorry, are you running against me? Now, to be clear, her actual tweet, and I actually have nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with the tweet, but then I am a woman, and so I actually hear. No, there's nothing wrong. I just think the ideal response would have been. It would have been ideal, but this is like, I mean, I thought this was fine. She basically said it was like catcalling when you're walking somewhere and someone's like, hey, blue jeans. Hey, what's up? Why you not want to go out with me? That's how Ben Shapiro was acting, and she's just ignoring him. And then he was like, you bitch. You know, when you like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He said. And he said, oh, she slandered me and said I was catcalling. And he was incorrect. I mean, facts don't care about your feelings, Ben. But you were incorrect. She said it was like catcalling. You being a Harvard Law student should understand what a simile is. Uh, (laughs) Like, we're going to play how many beers has Dave had later. And I'm starting to feel pretty good. But I feel like I'm explaining to a Harvard Law graduate that people use similes to say that things are similar Mm -hmm, to other mm -hmm. things. I feel like it's a... It's very much so, you know, a SAT thing. Right, right, right. Oh, not an IQ thing. Maybe, oh, we've talked about that at length, too. Ben Shapiro went to Harvard? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. He was... <laughs> he so was, many douchebags, you know? Well, I just don't, like... Because <clears throat> they breed entitlement, so of course. You know, we might we might should start to gather some intel on Ben Shapiro and do the upfront about Ben Shapiro one week. I know it's going to be hard and I know it's like it's, we're going to have to flex our little, little brain muscles and shit around here. If we do it. No, actually we're not because he's stupid. Um, what's going on? Anything going on in the chat room? No, no. I mean, there's a lot going on in the chat room, but I'd like to say that there's 11 minutes to red light. 11 minutes to red light. So here's the palate cleanser. There's a gentleman named Jared Holt. He works for um, Right Wing Watch and People for the American Way. And there's a guy named Jerome Corsi. Uh, He works with Alex Jones and such. He's going to explain to us how Jared Holt has uh, effectively removed InfoWars from the internet. However, me being the uh, audio editing dynamo that I am, I've cut it in such a way that it's rather inspirational. So I hope everybody's ready to be inspired. Here's a uh, Jerome Corsi complaining about Jared Holt from right wing watch uh, Jared Holt. I just can't, I can't, I was just so scared when you went to that rally in uh, Portland the other week, I thought they were thought maybe like you were going to get injured and not be able to post on right wing watch. And then I'd have to like find my clips somewhere else. Like it's all bad. But anyway, this is uh, Jerome Corsi talking about Jared Holt from Right Wing Watch and the InfoWars uh, suspension from all the platforms. With Alex Jones, and again, uh, you know, I've worked with Alex Jones for years. Uh, Alex Jones, I think, is one of the most dynamic forces in uh, political commentators worldwide. Most disruptive to the mainstream media, which is why they hate him so much, of anything that's come on, along in the past quarter century. Now, what we're going to reveal today is actually the top article currently in CourseyNation.com, and several groups have been reporting it, including the um, uh, the Gateway Pundit, but it's also being bragged about. And uh, the news is that the reason Alex was attacked, uh, Jared Holt heads a Soros-funded group. Uh, called uh, People for the American Way. Yay! Yay! We like them. Uh, we use a lot of their stuff for our clips because they do the, the hard work of watching thousands of hours of right-wing media every week. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's painful. We and, you know, 
I mean, just imagine. We don't do that every day. We appreciate your sacrifice. So check it out. I think it's not just us. I don't want to speak for other people, but I would imagine that the majority report uh, yeah. benefits greatly from right wing watch. I would imagine that uh, cognitive distance, uh, cognitive dissonance, I'm sorry, uh, benefits greatly from right wing watch. Uh, Chapo Trap House, uh, I would assume, benefits greatly from right wing watch. I would assume that uh, Pod Save America probably benefits greatly from right wing watch. I would also imagine. I think, I mean, also like, you know, the networks too, because every time something comes out and they're able to pull that clip, they've used some of the stuff that they've had, right. you know, especially with the, the, the children who have been separated. But yeah, I just got to say like, and we're going to play more clips of this guy. Here's a 13 second clip. So I've definitely pulled this out of context, but this is probably one of those where Jerome Corsi's really mad at a uh, Jared Holt from right wing watch. But, uh, it's unfortunate that Charlie Kirk from uh, Turning Points USA is my boyfriend because that uh, Jared Holt would be a much better match for me. <laughs> Jared Holt of the People for American Way, Soros funded, yeah. has led the campaign to, to get Alex Jones thrown off the internet entirely. Hooray! Yay! I bet his grinder like profile is still active, though, for Alex Jones. Maybe, maybe not. So... Jared Holt's profile should definitely say that he got Alex Jones kicked off the internet. I mean, he got all the swipes. I feel like I don't Ew. even know what his his deal is, but if he was on Tinder or if he was on Grindr or if he's on Twitter, he should he should say he should quote this guy. Be like, "What's uh, Jared Holt got out? Al- he was responsible. Whatever he just said was responsible for getting Alex Jones kicked off the internet." And be like, "Jerome Corsi," right? And oh. then put a date on that shit. Very nice. And get that out to the right wing media. Uh, here's a clip that's a minute we're we're coming up against it we did seven minutes to red light we did not get to everything this evening we we still have we still have unch punch nazi laura ingram um i am deleting the ben shapiro story so here's more of jerome corsi i think he's mad at jared holt but i sort of edited it in such a way that it's celebratory what this holt did though is he began encouraging these lawsuits to be filed so alex jones has been besieged by all these lawsuits against him, which have um, taken time, taken money, uh, taken up everything that he needs to do to in order to um, in order to uh, essentially tie up Alex Jones's resources in a legal battles that are continuous uh, in court, and then Jared Holt began pressuring the tech giants to ban Alex Jones and InfoWars yeah. uh, bef- now before the 2018 election. The timing is not incidental. It's, co- it's not coincidental. Alex Jones, yes, plume one. Alex Jones is a warrior. Uh, it sounds like Jared Holt is a warrior. Yeah. So is this a, the witch hunt? Is that what this is? He's trying to pin it all on one guy? Um, I mean, he's trying to, but the problem is that we're counter-programming a drum course. And I would, I would almost wager to Wager a guess that our platform might be bigger and more influential than Mr. Corsi when he's not on InfoWars? Yes. Our listener trumps your no listener. Listen, our listener is Michael Weston from that show. Uh, fucking, what's it? I don't even know. What are you talking about? Our Discord, our Discord chat room shows that we are the fucking legit shit. All right, hold on. The next, clip is, next clip is six seconds. So this um, Soros organization, the whole methodology was to demonize Alex. Yay! It's as easy as that. I don't feel like that was something you had to do. Like, you don't have to demonize someone. Okay, so the strange thing about this is when Right Wing Watch posts a video, all they have done is taken the best for us, Mm -hmm. the worst for society, part out of any lunatics video and be like, oh, here's the three minutes that you really care about this. This is where Pat Robertson says that like gay should be shot in the head. And you're like, oh, well, that's crazy. And that's all they're doing. It's in their name. Right wing watch. Exactly. If you remember, um, they got one of our first what I would say was one of the turning points for the show. I don't know if uh, either of you were around. It was when Kevin Swanson had right wing watch pulled off of YouTube and Yep. The, and since then, Right Wing Watch has just exploded. Yep. And 
But what they're doing is fair use because they're like, oh, we're watching the right wing. Here's three minutes out of a 60 minute video. And this guy just said something crazy. It was the repent for Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Repent mm-hmm. for the Dumbledore. And it was ridiculous. But uh, this fellow, Jared Holt, has been working there for a while. And I don't know. I mean, if people are going to fucking have a hero as Jordan Peterson, I'll go with Jared Holt. Whatever. Any day. Any day. Here's more. This um, Jared Holt launched a campaign to get MSNBC and all the others, CNN, to start saying, take Alex Jones off uh, InfoWars, off Facebook, off of YouTube. Um, so I will say, I, I love that he says that and he accuses this stuff. And, and I'm not entirely sure it's true, but regardless if it's true or not true, if they did that, I love it. Okay, for, some, for a point of reference, Jared Holt has less than 10,000 Twitter followers. He just writes for Right Wing Watch. It, uh, the position of this network is that Jared Holt from Right Wing Watch did this. Just because we like to like prop up the conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. The position of this network is that Jared Holt did this. No. Yeah. Hmm. That's a. That Jared Holt had Jerome Corsi. No, that he put him on blast. Wait, no, no, that he just did it. It's his fault. That oh. Alex Jones is no longer on the internet. Oh yes. Well then, because yes. he's Soros backed. Sure. Yeah, it's the position of this network. Well, George is, George Soros did it, obviously. You know all those people that'll call you a cuck and tell you that you're stupid if you make fun of Sam Harris. I'm going to start doing that for George, Jared Holt. Just be like, listen, cuck, you don't understand logic, do you? I understand logic. Gerald Holt is a patriot. Oh, fuck, man. All right. Um, we make. We'll go a little bit. Of, we'll go a little bit long. Along? We'll go a little bit long. Red, long? Let, red let us start a little late. So Jared Holt re- gave a re- an interview to this right wing watch. He said that you were the spearhead to get Alex Jones kicked off Spotify. And he said, "This is Jared Holt. I if I first brought it to the attention that Spotify was hosting Infowars programming, and tweeted about it." This was amplified by the progressive group Sleeping Giants, which brought it to the national attention for my relatively niche uh, Twitter account. People were upset and threatened to boycott Spotify. They got the attention of reporters who asked Spotify about it. Then I wrote an article laying out the case for why InfoWars violates Spotify's hosting rules, all financed by Soros, organized campaign. Okay, he decided to target Spotify, and that's where his that's where his entry point was. Dude, I'll show you entry point. Why is he broadcasting from his shower? That's what. What's the squishy sound? Entry point. Is it the entry point? Is him trying to get in his own entry point? <sighs> anyway, I love Jared Holt from a uh, right wing watch. I may or may not leave charlie kirk from turning point usa if jared holt were inclined to uh maybe date me or whatever say it ain't so producer dave um anyway thanks everybody for listening to the plex uh sorry everybody who's listening to the podcast you don't get to hear the rest of this um everybody who's listening live or all the patrons who have uh, donated at the five dollar level or more uh we'll see you on the flip side what i have right here because of course this is what i have right here i have a qn on rap song Stolen by the deep state They didn't hide their crimes That's a very big mistake They didn't think 
hyped about the good guys in the NSA Cause they thought that Hillary would be the president today Here's a message to all my friends Let me tell you about something that's happening About a movement called The Great Awakening The QAnon phenomenon is going mainstream This time is coming round To use the evidence and bring them down And we'll all just laugh as they fall and crawl Cause where we go one, we go all and he has all the proof of the crime And it's gonna be released all in good time But first let's drain the swamp, clean the dump Expose the lies, get the lying dirty judges out Then we'll shine the light until there's no end And show Obama light to get a FISA warrant The DNC and Hillary's fight illegally On the Trump campaign and his family That's a major crime scene They lost their power, they can't defend We're witnessing the beginning of their end These people are stupid, they can't pretend Cause they never thought that Trump would win Now crippled and scared and they know they're screwed And all they have left is a bunch of fake news They won't fix this mess, they're all out of luck And nothing will work to see Here's a message to all my friends Let me tell you about something that's happening About a movement called The Great Awakening The QAnon phenomenon is going mainstream This time is coming round To use the evidence and bring them down And we'll all just laugh as they fall and crawl Cause where we go one, we go all The deep state wants to win the next election Try to take control of the House and the Senate Try to stop Trump and Q and all the decisions But their voting bases indicate Hashtag walk away Remember now this is just the start Cause it's all coming down like a house of cards There's more people going down in due time Like all the dirty CEOs that resign They'll try to keep everyone in the dark With the use of Hollywood, Susan, Jack, and Mark To hide the fact that they're all evil and sick Child trafficking, pedophile, Satanists Their time is up, soon they won't even exist Military trials, seal indictments God's justice being served for all their sins Their time is up, that's all, that's it Here's a message to all my friends Let me tell you about something that's happening About a movement called The Great Awakening The QAnon phenomenon is going mainstream This time is coming round To use the evidence and bring them down And we'll all just laugh as they fall and crawl Cause where we go one, we go all Cause where we go one, we go all. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You'll find out. <laughs>